Can people hear the Black Eyed Peas in the background from the other computer? Because if not, I'm going to let Matt listen to his peas. I wouldn't take that away from him. I can't hear it. All right, that's, that's a problem. That's, I mean, that's bad, because you don't get to listen to them. <laughs> Tonight's going to be a good night. Oh, there we go. Oh, I hear oh, that now. Yeah, because he turned it. Now it's a party. <laughs> Turn it down before the Kesha comes on. How <laughs> fools of ourselves here. All right, um, let us begin. Hello and welcome to Game Club Season 4, Episode... Three of our Pokemon Red Blue playthrough. I am your host, Garrett Rosa. With me today, as always on the cast here, uh, Lizbo's Pokemon Pokemaniac self-proclaimed. Hey Liz, guys. Are you caught up with us, or are you at? I'm caught up. I beat Blaine on Sunday, actually. I just chose not to do the Seafoam Isles because I did a cost-benefit analysis. Kevin, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> you did a cost-benefit analysis that are spread... Yes. I decided, well, the the cost was my time, and the benefit was Articuno, who I've never liked, so... Wait, okay, how did, I'll skip them. if it's really quick, how did you skip them? I thought you had to go through them, or if you just go around the other direction. You, s- you just come from oh, north. You swim south from Pallet. I gotcha. That yeah. is a much smarter way to do it. <laughs> I'm about to no, go that I way. I haven't even left yet. Uh, the person making the awesome, uh, I think, motorcycle sounds is that I think that's Kevin Williams joining us on the cast again. How you doing, Kevin? From his motorcycle. Kevin, are you? It was fantastic. Are... It was Canadian Thanksgiving last weekend. Ooh. We had a little turkey up in here, watched a little football. It was good times. You know, it's funny, Kevin. Me and Jen were talking about how envious we are of Canadian Thanksgiving that they used to have it earlier than ours, and we were thinking that we would start celebrating it just so we could have two Thanksgivings. You're close enough. Well, I have an aunt who has dual citizenship. She's Canadian and American, so she just does both. <laughs> I think Thanksgiving is the dumbest holiday. Three times. I love Thanksgiving. Football, oh, the eating, worst. The shots. turkey's dry, the stuffing has too many peanuts. It's just that like a sounds week. like a personal problem. What? Yeah, see, so I don't know if your stuffing has peanuts. I think that's someone that needs to be better that's at my cooking mom's in the peanut stuffing. stuffing. Bread and celery. And, like, onion. Yeah, the Bose household needs to up their cooking. And right oh, there... That's a Benson mistake. That's not a Benson Recovering from paralysis and sickness, who just downed a potion to be on the cast. Ben, how you feeling, buddy? Look better? at this nerd. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, my nose is still a little stuff-tacular, and, uh... I sound a bit more manly than usual. Not really. <laughs> a little. Are you gonna Are you gonna do the cool throat clear where halfway through the podcast you're like, and everybody can hear your sinuses just go? Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually legitimately concerned about that. It's like if something happens, if I just start to act up, I can mute the Skype call, but I'm recording the podcast now, so like <laughs> it'll still be in the, like the recording. Everyone knows you're sick. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a slice of life. Alright, so this week the playthrough point was starting at the end of the Poison Gym, killing Koga's Pokemans, and then all the way through Cinnabar Island and the Volcano Badge. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not how I did it, but yeah. (laughs) Well, that was as as much as we asked people to get through this week. Uh, For those who are watching on the live cast, Jen is playing her Pokemans right now, so that's who you're watching play. Um, So let's start off with... We were talking about progress. Has anyone changed up their Pokemon teams? Do they have different people that they've captured? Oh, I do. Oh, what do you got, Liz? I, um, hold on, I'm being told to look at something from World of Warcraft. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, ADD much. Yeah. My latest addition to my team is named Caesar. He is a Venusaur, and he's level 138. (laughs) Liz, you're such a cheater. Come on. You're such a cheater. I'm not. I this is. I wanted to play the game the way I played it when I was a kid. And when <laughs> I was a kid, I went and did all the cool Cinnabar Island stuff. And so I decided I want to go do that again, and I want to see what Pokemon I would catch. But and you, it turned out to be a Bulbasaur. So you, I was like, yeah! When you were a kid, you did not have a legit Mew that you got through the... Uh... Yeah, that that's a recent advancement, right? People fear yeah. how to get a Mew. Yeah, I actually went to the Nintendo convention and got the Mew, so... Right. I had a legit Mew. This one is quasi-legit. So, so Liz is rocking 138 Bulbasaur. Did you make actually, any other changes to the team? Well, there was a change in that I leveled him with Rare Candy to make him a Venusaur, but then I leveled him in combat, so he's down to a paltry level 100. Oh. 
Or oh, did his stats Other than that, his stats wouldn't be as good as if I had raised him from his youth, because he's got no EVs now, but he, I'm, he's like a joke Pokemon. I don't really care if he's like perfectly Geocoma. statted out. But otherwise, my team is the same. All right, anyone else change up their team? Ben? No, but uh, I'm on my way to getting uh, my Aerodactyl here. But I just learned that Aerodactyl in Generation 1, as you were saying this whole time, is super lame and doesn't know any good moves. <laughs> like, I had a bunch of TMs saved up. It was like, yeah, you're going to learn Rock Slide. He doesn't learn Rock Slide. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Bummerton. Well, I'm glad because that was one of the guys I was thinking of adding to my team as my flying one because you guys wouldn't be quiet about how awesome he was. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this guy does seem like he's garbage, but I have him in my team right now. I named him Striker. Oh, oh that was my dog's name. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Kevin, how's the Kevin team? Did you give your team a sweet name yet? Um, Yeah, it's San Francisco Death Black Metal Rush. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was Sanford and Sons. Uh, I liked that better. It's so good. No, if I was going to name it after an old TV, it'd be uh, Jefferson's. Moving mm. on up, moving on up to the east side. Now, the team's still the same. Uh, we've got some evolution action happening here. Death Angel has reached Charizard. Oh, and, crap. And uh, Eliminator so is Dragonair now. And Eliminator uh, went from knowing Rap, which is useless because it does, like, three damage per hit. Thank you. To learning slam, which is useless because it misses half the time, but at least like it does a decent amount of damage, so I don't mind as much. This is Jared, would you stop Pokemon. showing your dog to the camera? The Pokemon that I caught this week. Wait, in, that's pretty sweet which Pokemon. one is that? You got a third corgi? No, it's just Appa. He's it's adorable. Appa? That's all. I just saw him lay on the ground being really cute, so I thought I would show off the fact that I could actually get the uh, camera working this week. So mm. That dog anyway. is like 80 times bigger than he was the last time I saw him. That's just because he's on the computer. Computer makes you look huge. Oh, okay. So, it adds 10 pounds to a 10 pound dog. Um, okay, so yeah, Kevin, the team changes were, what was it? Uh, we got some Charizard going on here, okay. and we got some uh, Dragonair. Okay, Dragonair. Let's see. For me, uh, I don't. I don't even remember my team was anymore. I kicked out. Oh, Raticate and Firo. I boxed them. Oh, I, I felt no. a little bad. A little bad, but um, I boxed them, and now I have a star. Not a star me. A, a star you. Level forty one named Aquas. Oh, and, eh, I'm telling. Um, I don't know why I went and got the what's he called, the garbage Pokemon, whatever his name. Not the garbage bag. Not the garbage bag. <laughs> The fossil Aerodactyl, I have ah. them in there. Um, still got Boner, got got Morawak, Mew Mew QQ, uh, Businessman. Oh man, I must be lagging or something because I keep getting my feedback through Skype. Sorry. Um, and Eva, my Jolteon. So my team's pretty similar, but I caught a Execute, who I was mm-hmm. taught Psychic to, but he's only level twenty six, so he's really tough to level. And uh, at this point in the game, there's not a lot of guys that he... He doesn't have enough good moves besides Psychic, so he can't really kill anyone yet. So uh, I'm having a hard time with him. But, uh, okay, so that's the teams themselves. So let's start walking through. Did anyone do the Pokemon Tower this week, or did we all do it last week? I think when we you say Pokemon Tower, you mean the Self-co? thing... Lavender? The Lavender, the literal Pokemon Tower, the purple it's, one. That was last okay, week yeah. anyway. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. No, I thought it was the part of last week's. We were. Te- I guess it was. Well, yeah, I guess it's it was. But together. the whole, the whole different, yeah. like the whole split was just what. Jim- oh, you're right. We should have already done Pokemon Tower. You're right. Okay, so yeah. no. Next, uh, next up was Safari Zone. Yeah, yeah, Safari Zone. Okay, I gotta say, so. Safari Zone made me think about changing my team because I did catch a Rhydon. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's and, and those guys are no, it's not angry rock type, you know, giant rhino dudes. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I think Giovanni uses one. Was it a Rhyhorn or a Rhydon that you caught? Yeah, uh, no, just a Rhydon, not the not the evolution. I think. Yeah. I think. Or Rhydon is Rhydon is the, the evolution? evolution. Rhyhorn is the one I caught. Mm-hmm. I caught the first one. Whatever. The you caught Rhyhorn. No, Rhydon. No, Rhyhorn is whatever. the lower evolution. Negative Ghost Rider. Ask the chat; they will confirm this for me once they hear what I have They'll said. They'll tell you that you're wrong. Sorry, Rhyhorn, the cool-looking one. 
is the first one, and Rhydon, who's just got the horn, who looks lamer, is the second for some reason. See, look. And there's a third one. Shocker! Um, yeah, that's so this brings up... Uh, yeah, the interesting topic of are you using any Pokemon you've never used before at this point in the game? Like, I was, I'd never used an Execute before. I used him for, like, a level, and he was too hard to, uh, to level with. But I, I, the Safari Zone did tempt me to try and use some new guys, but I, I didn't end up using any of them before. How about you guys? That's, oh, you go, Ben. Uh, it was more of a, an inhale of thought, but uh, trying to breathe <laughs> ideas out of the air. But no, not really. I never really, I guess I've never used a, a, a Dragonair before. I've always just wanted to. And I've never stuck with Clefairy for this long, but I only am now because he has Thunderbolt. Like, he doesn't really have a purpose yet, other than my guy who knows Thunderbolt. <laughs> so, since you wasted the TM, you've, you're subscribing to the sunk cost fallacy that you have to keep using him? That, and I'm just pumping him full of uh, HP ups, hoping that... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, anyone else in the Safari Zone catch any cool Pokemon? I also caught an Execute and was looking forward to an Exeggutor. And um, I couldn't remember if he was like any good or not. I put him in my box because I was kind of happy with my team. But now that I look at him, he's pretty good. He's just very slow. Hi. My Pokemon's using a uh, Bark back there. Sorry about that. Bark is um, not a move, Bark's Garrett. not a move until next gen. <laughs> ah. uh, Crystal's a good question. So, did anyone actually try and get a Dratini here? I did. No. It's such a pain in the butt. I got. I still have the old rod. I don't know where to upgrade. <laughs> I can never remember. I would never was able to do that. Yeah. I definitely. I got uh, all three rods, and they're all in my computer right now. Um, the super rod. I always thought it was weird that you find it on the bridge that leads to Lavender Town. Where there's no water. Yeah, yeah, because I guess they're expecting you to um, to get to, not Lavender, but uh, the other one, uh, Fuchsia City, um, by way of the bike path. Oh, right, right. I, yeah. I always do the bike path second. I always do uh, I always do the bridge in that area first. Hmm, I always end up skipping the bike path. Like, I did this time. I was like, where's the part where I just get to go downhill for a while and fight a bunch of guys on motorcycles? But I somehow <laughs> skipped it, so... I skipped the other side. I hate the water part because it's all like, fight this fat fisherman in his goldine 5,000 yeah. times. <laughs> or, As opposed to fight this fat biker in his coughing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I find, oh, the poison types are just annoying because I'm trying to get levels for things other than my Butterfree. Yeah. And poison types are sort of like, well, I have a fair bit of defense, so it's going to take three or four hits. And I'm going to hit you with poison, so you're going to take a bunch of damage. And just on and on and on, and there's like four bikers at the very beginning alone. Then there's a bunch all over the path. Yeah, or like all that self-destruct like Marty brings up, that always bothers me. When yeah. Anytime they bust out with like, because you know you're going to be using the same Pokemon to kill the majority of it, and someone who goes in there and just uses self-destruct, it's like, okay, great, now I have to use a potion. Thanks a lot. I could have gotten through the next six fights without having to heal, but thanks to you and your <laughs> awesome attempt at winning and self-destruct, <laughs> when it's your yeah, only buddy. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't think they don't ever have a guy who just has one and self destructs. No, do they, they totally do. They, they do. They did in um in Silfco Tower. I was mm -hmm. playing today, and, and a scientist comes in. He's like, "Check out my awesome Pokemon. I know how to match element types." And he throws <laughs> an electrode against my Pikachu, which isn't a, a complete mismatch, and then it self destructs first turn. What a, it's such a dick move, the self-destruct. In fact, when we decide to Pokemon battle, guys, every one of my guys will know self-destruct. <laughs> That's why I want to get a Lickitung. They self, can blow up, I think. Self-destruct, sand attack, and rap. What about a double team? In the end, you get... <laughs> oh, <and> minimize. <laughs> we, they won't have any offensive moves other than self -destruct. So all these moves that are banned in the competitive scene of the game. <laughs> are they really? Yes. Oh, that's why my... Is that allowed? You substitute, yeah, yeah, that's the definitely. cornerstone of, like, 90% of strategies. What I'm going to do to you guys <laughs> is a Lapras with Horn Drill, Sheer Cold, and Fissure. Just sheer high cold risk, high reward. Sheer Cold, sheer cold Horn Drill, and uh, Fissure are all the same attack, where they have, like, a 30% chance to one-hit okay. knockout. 
Yeah. No, but what is Sheer Cole? I don't even recognize that move. Is that in the original? No. Yeah. It's on Gen it should be. 1. Are you, sure, are you talking about Blizzard? Uh, no. no, I'm talking about Sheer Cole. Let Sheer Cole does up. not exist in Generation 1. Because if you really, I am no a way. old school Pokemaniac. I only know those ones, and I don't know that move. So I could have maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was like Gen two or three. It's been so long, it, it had to and I'm never going to use my Lapras. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Right, Sheer Cold it wasn't there. Deal of like how you weren't going to leave until you found your Lapras too. Yeah, well, I'm and over it. Oh, are people? I'm a completionist. I but... so it's surfing for me right now. So yeah, are you using your Lapras, Liz? No, um, because I, I have a Blastoise. At the end of the day, it's better. I completely forgot you got a Lapras in Silco. <laughs> yeah, like I think I never, I, kinda... I just never talked to that guy. Okay, well, let me next to Gary, who you save. Yeah. Well, let's let me let's go back here and finish up Safari Zone. So, uh, you have to get the gold teeth and surf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about rare Pokemon, but. The mechanics of the Safari Zone, have we complained enough about these yet, or at all? Because I hate the Safari Zone. Actually, yeah, I have an stupid. awesome story about the dumb mechanics of the Safari oh, Zone. Let's hear and it. I'm really proud oh, about really? this. So, I, bark, bark. I, I burst into the Safari Zone today, like, filled with energy and exploration. Palm like, Pokeball. Heck yeah. I was, I was ready to, like, throw rocks at Chansey's and stuff, which I did, and I <laughs> caught one. It was a good time. But I was running through, and then I realized, I don't know where I'm going. So I got really lost, and, like, I got to this one big open area, and I was like, why does this exist? There's nothing here. It's just this big area that wastes your steps. Like, there's no grass. There's no anything. So once I got there, I was pretty much saying to myself, it's like, yeah, I'm not getting surf or the gold teeth this time. This is horrible. I hate my life. <laughs> so I keep going, and I realize that I only have 38 steps left. So I'm like, well, I can't wait to go back again. I saw an item I missed, I guess. So I go for like my last few steps, and then I realize the house is right there. Oh. So I have like I got further than that. I, have, I stood maybe two feet in front of him, and my last step, I wanted to just reach out and grab him. Oh no, the story <laughs> isn't out done. With me. The story isn't done. Oh. oh. I had twenty. I had like twenty or so steps left. I didn't even want to look because I wasn't. I was just gonna be like, I'm gonna walk up to him. I know I'm just. It's gonna kick me out, and it'll be the worst day of my life. But whatever. Just quit. And I walked in the house. And I reached him with five <laughs> steps left. <laughs> boo. Good job, buddy. I mean, boo. Boo, because that's not exciting. You didn't love and lose like I did. <laughs> <laughs> but Liz, your trek through the safari zone didn't go as well. Mm, I think I caught a bunch of stuff. Like jealous, I didn't I didn't see a chancy, but now that I've learned that the appropriate thing to do is just throw rocks all the time. Like when I was a kid <laughs> I was stupid. I was like, maybe I'll feed them. <laughs> that just makes them the catch risk or the catch likelihood go down. Does it? Well, yeah, I went and, I went and, it does. Yeah, yeah, I went and Googled this because I was like, there's gotta be a way to do this that's smarter than what I did as a kid, which is exactly what Liz said. Throw like three or four baits and then pelt them with the rocks for a while, and throw some more bait, and then pelt them with the rocks, and then hope they don't run and throw a Pokeball. Uh, my strategy this time was once I realized that it's completely random, as soon as I saw one, throw a Pokeball. That's it. <laughs> That's it's it. It's not completely random, though. You throw a rock, and it ups the catch rate, but it ups the run rate. Right. I find that as soon as you throw a rock, it's immediately run. So I said, screw it, and I just threw a Pokeball right off the bat. That's how I caught at least three or four of the guys that I caught. I caught the Execute, uh, a Rhyhorn, uh, a Venonat, and something else lame, a Parasect, the, whatever the Evolve was. Yeah, I threw mm-hmm. two rocks at everything before I caught it. I think I caught, like, five dudes that way. Wow. Um, I, I, so, I think I lucked out with uh, Chansey, then, if it's... I guess they're harder to catch. Yeah, they are. They're pain in the ass. I was thinking about a Kangaskhan, because Kangaskhan is apparently really good, but uh, I didn't want to stick around. So to go through Safari Zone, I actually went and uh, (laughs) I actually mapped it out. Because I was like, I remember this being really hard as a kid, and the only reason I could get through it so easily is because I'd done it so many times. So I actually 
drew out, okay, I need to go this way, this way, this way, this way. And I went through it and I made it with lots of steps left, but the amount of work I had to do beforehand was probably a good 10 or 15 minutes of using the strategy guide and drawing on a whiteboard a map of where I needed to go. <laughs> that was my strategy, but I, I got all the stuff. School. I skipped all the items, though. Is there anything really good in there that I missed? Uh, you get Earthquake. Uh, oh, Earthquake? Yeah, I got Earthquake in there. Oh, I did not get that. That you is a really good move. That's so good. Dang it. Okay, I'll have to go back and get that. Um, okay, so Safari Zone. Did anyone do the power plant after they got Surf? No. Oh, I forgot I could go do that. I'm not going to do that. I, yeah, I, knew I, was I figured we'd save it for probably this upcoming week, but I don't know if people did or not. So uh, so that's... And then for me, I actually went down and did Seafoam Island. Or no, not for that, because we, we were actually stepped back to Silfco, um, because that was this week, doing yeah. Silfco. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Silfco is uh, Lapras, the, the big card key puzzle. I don't. It was not nearly as difficult as I remember as a kid. Like I didn't have any trouble getting through it. It's uh, still annoying. Yeah, I never found it to be troublesome. It's just tedious and stupid. I found like full, it's jacking. That's all. In comparison with like the Seafoam Islands, I felt like that is annoying and it's difficult too because you have to figure out which rocks. I really to like stamp. the Seafoam Islands because it's interesting. At the, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go back. Did I just say I really like the Seafoam Islands? Let's erase <laughs> yeah. that and say the Seafoam Islands are okay. And I will say they're okay. So yeah. But I'll say they're okay because I don't mind the puzzles. Like, I don't mind doing, like, Victory Road. The only problem with that is, like, the length of it. And at that point in the game, like, you don't have that much, like, PP for your moves that you're running out. If you didn't bring, like, ethers, you're screwed. But, like, the whole, like, pushing rock puzzles, I never really minded. But really? You, yeah, when you, you can... drop them through the hole, you push yeah. a rock through the hole, then you have to go use strength again, push it through the hole, go into your menu, use okay, strength yeah, again. Yeah. In this game, that's dumb. But, like, the whole <laughs> yeah. puzzles in general, I never really minded. And Seafoam Islands I... particularly, because you can find seals and dugongs and slow pokes and shelter, and I love all three of those guys. Yeah, I, I will say... I oh, sorry. Star you. My star you was there, so that was cool. But go ahead, Liz. I never really understood why the Pokemon games were as dungeon-heavy as they are, because clearly no one's playing those for the dungeon design, <laughs> since it's consistently not very good. Like, it's not a Zelda game where you're looking for the puzzles. It's clearly about battling Pokemon. Yeah. I really feel like they should just sink their time into designing interesting environments, that there's no particular challenge in getting through them but you're like wow this is a cool place to be i like being here i like catching monkeys here that monkey has a hand for a tail wow i have to say i'm a little bit through black and there are no dumb dungeons yet so really like there's one big old forest but it's not dumb or anything well then what is anyone um did anyone actually use and remember repels for... Well, you don't get random encounters in Silphco, right? Because it's a building. No, you yeah. don't. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. But I've just picked up a bunch of max repels. Because I remember... Um, I haven't quite gotten there. In fact, I'm saved right in front of it. But the uh, the mansion in Cinnabar, I remember just being chock full of encounter, encounter, yeah, encounter, yeah. encounter. Yeah, I had repels for that. So, so yeah, as I say, did people... After our last conversations, have people been using more repels? Like, I went and bought a crap ton for Seafoam uh, Island, and I used all of them to do those mm-hmm. stupid puzzles. So, are we all on the repel wagon now? <laughs> or I'm as not, adults? Not yeah, yet. I'd say so. <laughs> I have not used any just to them. date, but I did oh. buy some for Seafoam Islands. If you can't tell, I'm not that far in the game yet. I haven't even beaten Sabrina, but... That's cool. I'm on the way. I'm on the way <laughs> to That Cinnabar means you've beaten Koga and Blaine, right? Yeah. No, 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 not Blaine. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I'm, I really want to get my Aerodactyl because he's... Okay, well, I thought he was going to be my bro. Actually, in <laughs> retrospect, I'm, maybe I'm not all that excited to get to Cinnabar Island. Like I was. Like, I didn't even pick ago. any of the fossils up, and I'm well there. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. So, did does everyone have their fossil and their their old ember? Because I did the ember, and I got my Omastar, who I'm not gonna use. He went straight in the box. I love Omanite. <laughs> Omanite is adorable. <laughs> but aren't they rock water adorable types? Adorable in a kind of you know HG Wells. Uh, what's that mythology guy? Not Wells, but the other one. Or Lovecraft? 
you know, Love. Cthulhu guy, kind of a Cthulhu kind of way. Oh. He's cute, sure. <laughs> Peter's gonna uh, hate, man. Um, okay, so <laughs> Sylphco, everyone picks up a Lapras if they remember he's there. You do the rival battle, and you so it's time to fight uh, Gary What's again. What's he been doing there? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Getting, uh, his hands on a master ball. Oh, but right, right. So beat Giovanni or anything. Or like There's only one, I thought. Rocket or something, I don't know. He just says, hey, I saw you in Saffron, let's fight. He's just <laughs> there to be a dork. You know? But it doesn't make any sense. Actually, like, it, why? I noticed that the text he delivers at that part is actually really uplifting. He's all like, yeah, you can beat him and all that stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's not like super... Awesome. Right smell now, you but, later. Well, he says smell you later at the end, but it's just a it's a friendly exchange, and then you fight. And he's growing up, is what you're saying. It's his tweens. I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't think Gary was ever the bad guy. I think I think we're the bad guy. Yeah, you know what's funny though is I was actually I, I was talking with um my brother-in-law today, and he's taking a sociology class where they've actually been talking about Pokemon. So they've been talking <laughs> about Japanese culture and how Pokemon is the embodiment of Japanese values um, and it's teaching Japanese children these core values that are starting to go away because they're um, emulating Western culture more and I'm actually going to have them come on next week because it's a really interesting topic that I think it'll be fun to talk about the group but it's just the fact that we come to it with a more Western perspective like you're saying we're looking for a bad guy whereas the Japanese perspective is a little more about the journey and the group and not that um, Gary's the bad guy. He's like we we've been saying earlier. He's just your rival. He's not the bad guy. Yeah. So anyway, it's something we'll talk about a little bit more. Um, isn't that different you know, in I, like gold and silver? Like, isn't your rival just straight up like a robber and a felon and a jerk? Yeah. yeah. He's the start of the game comes when he steals a Pokeball from you, and that becomes his starter Pokemon. Spoilers yeah. in like. Never mind. Spoilers for what? It was a sarcastic spoiler alert. <laughs> because wow. it's I'm not even like super canon player. or anything. But apparently that rival is Giovanni's son. I thought you were Giovanni's son. I... Not you, Ben, but you, Ash. Where the <laughs> hell did you hear that? I've heard that and Professor Oak. Like, I've heard a bunch of things about like people who happen to be Giovanni's sons. Mr. I Mime mean, people who happen to be Ash's, Ash's dad. dad. In a way, in our hearts, we're all Giovanni's son. It's clearly not his mom's Mr. Mime, so it's got to be somebody. <laughs> I have the same birthday as Giovanni, so there's that. How are there How even birthdays released? Birthday? How do you know that? <laughs> uh, you're thinking of a different Giovanni. Um, oh, no, I don't. Right. I still think there's something fishy about Gary coming down from the top floor through the teleporter, and it doesn't look like he's been in any trouble with the rockets. I think there's some subtext there. You think oh, he's that he's a one of them or something? Some subtlety, yeah. He doesn't use a coughing. He can't be a rocket. <laughs> he doesn't have a crap ton of he crappy... A either, or a Zubat. Yeah. That's... You know, he, he, I'm not saying he doesn't drive his own path. <laughs> uh, so Sylphco, obviously a uh, good time. So then that opens up the Marsh Badge, the Psychic Gym, which has the teleport puzzle, which actually isn't that annoying, really. No, it's, it's just It's incredibly I, annoying. Oh, it's really? kind of annoying trying to get in, because on the way in, you're like, oh, a new room, you know, I can fight somebody else. On the way back out, you're like, okay, wait a second. But no, oh, there's, no, there's a teleporter nice. right next to sure. Sabrina that leads you out, though. Oh, I just always use dig. <laughs> and just go straight back to the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, me too. Which finally backfired on me. <laughs> I was in, uh, I think I had just gone in, got into Cinnabar Island, and... Was I had just gotten there and I didn't go to the Pokemon Center. I went to the mansion first and my guys were beat up. So I used <laughs> Dig and it took me all the way back to Saffron City. Oh no. Which really <laughs> sucked. I think, uh, I do think that I saved somewhere in there. So I just quit and decided not to do that. But <laughs> Dig is, uh, it's good times. But, um, oh. so, uh, the psychic gym. Any stories there? Anything interesting happened? I was a little worried that I didn't have someone who would be strong versus them, but my Jolteon is just a star. Just went in there and just rocked everybody, no problem. In my dreams, I, I was a little Sabrina. annoyed. There were suddenly ghosts. I was like, wait a second. I thought there was this psychic gym because I'm using uh, Danger Rat to hyperfang my way through the whole thing. 
<laughs> and then suddenly ghost it. And I can't fang you. You know what? What am I supposed to do now? That was annoying. I wasn't happy about that. That there were ghost Pokemon there. Period. Yeah, because I don't know. I liked. I was using uh, Doug Trio Slash since I was at Digs, and it's like now I can't slash. Great. <laughs> what a waste of my life. <laughs> Uh, so, did anyone actually have a super effective type to use? Like, a, what, bug? <laughs> what else is there besides bug? Have you realized that the bug moves in Generation 1? I Are think the most powerful one is Twin Needle, so it's, like, stupid and worthless to use oh, it against. Um, yeah. Pint Missile. Not to mention, most, it might be Pint Missile. Yeah, learn other abilities, Poison, Psychic. Yeah, there's very few good bug abilities in the early generations. Or good bug Pokemon. Period. I mean, you get you can get Pinsir or Skyther, but none of them have really like a sweet bug move. They just have good damage moves, if I remember. That's it. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, my Butterfree's doing pretty good. Uh, you still have a Butterfree on your team, then? I still have Butterfree, and it has the highest level of any of my Pokemon. It's already level forty. I'm so Jesus, I just noticed that Jen's Lapras's name is Turtleness. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, we can continue on now. So Marsh Badge, um, from there, let's I guess let's talk about Seafoam Islands more because that's kind of where at least I went from that point. Uh, so you know, am I the only one who did Seafoam Islands? Doing it right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to it eventually. But, uh, I'm not going to do it. Well, no, because I mean, I really actually enjoy that uh, Sokoban style puzzle of rock pushing. And yeah. I kind of wish it was more complicated. I, I want there to be, like, a oh. really super big bunch of, like, 300 rocks, and you got to get all of them into the holes, um, and then get the super item. And be attacked by Pokemon the entire time, though? It's Maybe so not so yeah, much that. Maybe that's the... back the attack. I would be fine with it if the menus weren't so obtrusive. If it was yeah. just walk up to a boulder and push it, I think it'd be fun. But it's not. Yeah, it, it's really... I don't know, I... I agree, like, it was a more interesting puzzle, but having to remember to put on super repels every, you know, as soon as they wore out so it wouldn't be as annoying, and playing on the old Game Boy and having to go into the menu and press strength every single time I drop them down a floor is, is really annoying. So it wasn't as fun, but I did, uh, on a whim, I managed to do the part. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't use the, the guide. I actually did the part where you can uh, block off the waterway so you can go up to Articuno. So I go up to him. I've only got, like, ten Ultra Balls, and, like, that's it. And I'm like, well, okay, I'll save my game. I'll, I'll try and fight him just for fun, because all I have is the Jolteon. is like, level 41 that could actually take him. So I fight him. I get his health down to super low really easily. I was surprised. I'm like, wow, you really are a crappy Pokemon if I'm able to get you down this low with level 41. And I just, um, what's it called? I used Thunder Wave and got him uh, paralyzed. And threw about four or five of those Ultra Balls, and I caught them. And it was weird because all of them just like it says, you missed the Pokemon, you missed the Pokemon like six or seven times. And finally, I just caught them. Just one of them finally landed and caught them. Like, oh, well, now I have an Articuno, and I don't have to come back here again. What which determines is cool. that you miss a Pokemon? Like that only happens well, for those legendary guys. It does, right? Because I don't think I've ever. Well, maybe not. Do you keep missing the Safari Zone? You might be able to. Well, I don't know about that. I feel like I missed on something recently. I missed on Snorlax a bunch of times. Yeah, it was really? maybe he's in that same category of like rare, difficult to catch one one shot Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that was really annoying. So I got Articuno. The puzzle was okay, and I swam over to Cinnabar. So who who's actually made it? And so Liz, you made Cinnabar, and um, Kevin, mm-hmm. you made it too, right? Yep. So the actual Pokemon Mansion that you go through. I for, completely forgot about this. Is where you kind of learn about Mewtwo. They have the little Mewtwo puzzle story um, on the the tables. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, wow! I remember as a kid playing that and thinking that was such a cool thing, like a cool way to explain that that story. You know, like you don't ever even see. I don't think you don't see what he looks like, right? They don't show you a picture of him. Of Mewtwo? No, nope. I don't believe so. And they just tell you this story about what happened to this place. And even though it's such a subtle thing, they do it through a couple, you know, text bubbles. Yeah, you And you like walking this. through the place. It still had such an effect. I mean, I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Especially in this game where, like, story elements are so minimal. And then suddenly oh, yeah. you're in this place that got screwed up and you're, like, hearing all this cool stuff about some 
awesome Pokemon. Maybe, like, maybe that's why, because up until now, you really aren't given much of anything like that to discover on your own. Yeah. And even though it's not necessarily, I mean, it's laid out before you, you don't have to read anything on those tables. You can just keep going. I mean, if you're like I am, I haven't gone into any of those houses that are like, I'm a Pokemon expert, go read the chalkboard, and they'll teach you all the basics of the game. Like, no, I don't want Oh, those guys are losers. I'm much more <laughs> an expert than Oh, and I'm glad some in the chat typed out that press the switch. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I saw it again, I was like, that is awesome. Who wouldn't push this switch? And that made me think of who you were saying, Liz, did the translation. So I'm like, that, I love the, the little dialogue things like that in this game. It's always yeah. fun. So uh, Cinnabar Island, a bunch of fire Pokemon. Anyone catch anything in there that to use? Mm, I would have caught a Vulpix if I was playing blue. But Have you guys ever used a Growlithe or a Vulpix in any of the times you played through the game? Hell I yeah! Used I used an Arcanine Growlith that was my, my boy bro. in Diamond and Pearl. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he was champion hustler of my team. He's actually not that great, but I really liked him. Yeah, dogs are um, are cool. That's all I have to say about this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ben. Um, let's see what else. There. So we talked about that. Oh, so then the actual volcano badge gym itself has a interesting mechanic that you don't see uh, anywhere else in the game of. Instead of having to fight, your knowledge of Pokemon will let you get through, which I think is interesting because I always just end up fighting them anyway because I want the experience. Yeah. But it's fun to try and answer the questions. But I think this time I just skipped all the questions and went through. So, and did anyone actually skip the guys and, and actually? Mm-hmm. Oh, there. I remember the first time I did it, I tried to get in a fight with all of them by answering all the questions wrong, and then the last one was a trick question, and I accidentally got it right. Whoops! I'm not getting that experience. I said there were nine gym leaders, and I was like, I didn't need to press that. (laughs) So I had to battle. You got confused from the anime where Gary had ten badges. (laughs) He did. He did. (laughs) He made his own badge. His mom gave him one. He just like he. There's this point where like Gary walks up to Ash and he's like, "Hey, how many how many badges you got?" It's like, "Yeah, I got six badges or seven badges. I only need one more." And then Gary's like, seven? I got ten. And then like he pulls out this like this envelope thing, and, like flips it down. It's like, look at these badges. I'm like, that wasn't that what? right before gold was supposed to come out? Yeah, I think that's when they were. Add another eight badges. I am actually I looking at a picture it of it. That. He does in fact have ten badges. I think that's yeah. when they transition between the two games, <laughs> right? No, what, I don't. I, I really don't the think the one Lee Dash wins. I yeah. I honestly don't think it was that far into it. I, I don't really remember, that. but anyway. So yeah, the crap, so yeah. the volcano gym itself for the volcano badge. Uh, I didn't have any trouble. I had a moral walk, and um, he pretty much just rocked him using bone bone club. <laughs> that was all I needed. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Liz Blastoise, you probably had it really easy. Ben with your yeah. Charizard and Kevin, what did what'd you guys use? Uh, you know, Danger Rat. Ah, uh, you're still rocking that rat kit hard. That guy's a monster, what can I say? <laughs> it's because of his name. Like, you can't get rid of a guy named Danger Rat. <laughs> Danger Rat. That's true. Um, he would, like, yeah. hyperfang you. Do you have Superfang yet? I do not. Oh, uh, I think it's I'm, 45 or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm getting close to the point where I can finally evolve Pikachu into Raichu, too. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Wow, you're going you're gonna to lose your friend and get a new friend. It's going to be really emotional. There should be an episode about that. You know, like, it's all well and good to have, like, a tiny rat as your buddy, but Raichu is just this big, bad, fuzzy, you know, butt kicker dude. You know, plus he can power your house. What's not? <laughs> uh, save on electricity bills. Good times. All right, so that takes us through where we're supposed to have been. Let's see, there's something we skipped. Oh, did anyone go get the second Snorlax? Uh, no, I just, no. Uh, I let him sleep. Um, what about the fighting gym? Did everyone go do that already? I fought oh, yeah. all the guys except for the last one because I didn't want any of the. So wait, guys. what did everyone choose? Then I went with Hitmon Lee. I actually didn't take either one. Left. I've destroyed you, and I I don't even get a badge for it. I'm done here. (laughs) I don't need your stupid Pokemon. Not for my Pokedex, that's for sure. Yeah, I always remember being disappointed that you didn't get a badge. 
Oh yeah, the badge. Well, it's, it's, it's a I don't know. crappy gym. Yeah, it was really easy. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder why they had it at all, like why they bothered. But anyway, so you, that's that, they put it right next to the legit gym too. So you're like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I was gonna bring up another um thing that came through my head where I was looking at my Pokemon team and I thought. I feel like this game has a bias towards uh, lightning types, that if you have someone who has electricity, that you can really beat a, ri- a ridiculous amount of the most difficult parts of the game with that character. Like, I feel like I don't need anyone else for... I need, like, a Jolteon and a Rock guy, and I can beat, like, the whole game with those two guys. But mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, do you guys... like? Am I, is there... Like, for the Elite Four, I can do the, the Ice one without any problems... The rock, you dance the rock guy, yeah. There's my first problem, but then I feel like the psychic ones are an issue. It's usually super effective against most of the dragon ones, and then I just have Gary at that point, right? Or what about Akiva? She's all ghost. Yeah, it's still not much of a problem, though. Thunder's so powerful. Mm, I suppose. Anyway, I was just wondering. So, the other thing I know is that because I lean towards him, he's like... He is like the alpha dog of my Pokemon, like sled dog team here. Before it was Venusaur, but he has been usurped and he was dominated by Jolteon as soon as he came in. Yeah, I I took your Venusaur. He's level 100 now. He's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say for you guys when you play, do you start off with like, oh, you your starter? There's that moment where usually your starter is no longer the go-to guy. He's yeah. a made man, and he gets switched out with someone else. Have you guys got to that point yet? Yeah, it happened when I caught a level 29 Doug Trio in Blast Toys, or War oh, Toys. That was a like while level ago. 20. Yeah, because the level gap was huge. It was 10 levels higher. That was your go-to guy. Yeah, I forced okay. myself into that, you know, from the first gym since, uh, you know. <laughs> he was never the primary Pokemon. <laughs> So, so then, uh, Kevin is your go-to guy, a danger rat there. Um, you know, like I've been trying to avoid that whole go-to, you know, let one guy get really super yeah. powerful thing. Like right now, I said earlier, my Butterfree is level forty, so my Butterfree is actually not even in my party right now because I've got my Lapras for surfing, and everybody else who's all you know between thirty-six, thirty-eight is getting the experience now, and I'm going to get them up to you and past level forty, and then I'll bring. Butterfree back in, and you know, just try to keep the levels even. You know, I like all of my Pokemon. They're like my children. I have to level all three or all six of them at once. I can't. can't I don't think that's how children work. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) how many children do you have, Liz? None yet, but I have a dog, which is like a fuzzy child. Uh, you guys are just mean trainers. That's your problem. What? I don't know. You guys, I'm not mean. Well, see, I'm, I'm with you. Garrett, can you catch that Psyduck? Uh, Jen, can you catch that she Psyduck? It. It's a trainer battle. She can't. <laughs> catch it anyway. Just throw a ball. Trainers get mad, I think. <laughs> yeah, Jen was telling me, she's like, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, that's a whatever. And I'm like, oh, I should catch that. <laughs> I throw it. I've been fighting Psyducks for a good little while now. Yeah. But um, I'm sort of on the side with Kevin here, like, not, like, so much on the whole hippie aspect of it. Like, you, you'll use the carbs, you'll Eight. use the roids. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll use... He's a juicer. Yeah, I'm a juicer, but, like, I don't have a go-to guy. Like, each of my guys have equal representation, except for probably my Clefairy... <laughs> See the special kid in the class. He's the special kid who only comes out when we have water types. Except I'm in a place full of water types, and I realize I haven't used him once. This is like his time <laughs> to shine. I haven't been using him at all. I've been using Aww. a Dragonair with Ice Beam and like Double Edge. Well, if it's any consolation, at least Pokemon Stadium has taught us he's very good at Simon Says. Yeah. It was such a cute game where they just say their names over and over again and dance with glasses on. Man, <laughs> so good. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like the most exciting part about this playthrough for me is the idea of like after I beat it, plug this thing into Pokemon Stadium and like go at the tournaments and like the mini games and stuff again, because Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium Two are probably my favorite Pokemon games ever. 
They are really well done. Really? I've never... I remember renting Pokemon Stadium and messing with it, but then that's it. Like, So what does Pokemon Stadium do that's so awesome, Ben? Well, first of all, you Renders can actually... Your Pokemon's in 3D, man. There's that, <laughs> and that's really cool. You can uh, store all your guys on the game. But you can you take can, pictures and print them out of Blockbuster. You can, and they're on tiny <laughs> stickers that you'll never use for anything. Uh, so wait, um, what? How do you get them? I forget the the hardware that you use to get them between your cart and your N sixty four. It's called the transfer N64 pack. Transfer pack, man. Have, remember? Like, third in a series of increasingly ridiculous things you plug into your controller. I really like the transfer pack. You had the rumble pack, and then you had the transfer pack. And the transfer pack was awesome. Oh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm have to go to Pink Grill and see if they have. Like, I so think Garrett, I threw mine out. So Garrett, when you when you rented the game, did you have a transfer pack? Like, you didn't actually interact between your actual game and Pokemon Stadium. No, I had that. I just didn't remember how to do it. Like, what I actually did. Oh, okay. Because I'm about to say, like, using like the rental Pokemon. I don't know if it's all that much, all that worth it, really. The cool part is like bringing your your guys from your game onto into the 3D world and <laughs> kicking all the gym leaders' asses in 3D and all that stuff. Hmm. So is there? I I think I was looking on Amazon for some reason, and they were showing me that there is a a Pokemon something for GameCube. Uh, is that Coliseum? Yeah. yeah. It's it's all right. I actually have it. It's um. Not the same at all. It's no. It doesn't let you transfer your Pokemon across. Oh, no, you're talking did. about the. Uh, you know the you're talking about the actual peripheral. Yeah. Wasn't I'm talking about you... the the game that lets you play online, and like you battle other people online. Is that what we're talking about? No, it was. I know. All I know is it was a GameCube game. Oh. Oh, I'm thinking about Battle Revolution. Yeah, the GameCube ones were trash. <laughs> They were very. They were their own standalone games that took place in a special Pokemon region that was like analogous to our Arizona, which I don't know. <laughs> it's a very interesting in place my opinion, to have not so sexy. Wow. Okay, Look, cactus Pokemon. No way, that's yeah. just a cactus. <laughs> yeah, it was just a dude driving around on a motorcycle with his two EV friends. Did he have a and, camera? Like fighting oh, crime. I don't know why. But he was also a criminal. I don't know why so, I was suddenly reminded of Ludicolo when thinking about Arizona, but I was at a, I was at a very dorky tournament at an arcade recently, Liz, and I saw someone was drawing a Ludicolo, and I took a picture of it and I tweeted it just for you, and you never responded. Oh, when was this? I must have missed it. It was this weekend, last weekend. Oh, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna comment, and I'm gonna look like the best. Ludi Colo fan ever. Is that the <laughs> one who has the little like uh, sombrero? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, the Mexican Pokemon. Mexi Man, Meximan. He has maracas in the anime sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I used to have an animated GIF of you know Meowth's um, fantasies of like what Giovanni would do with all his different Pokemon, and he had three of those dudes, and, and Giovanni was doing like an exercise routine and dancing. Hmm. I don't wow, see this, Ben. I think great. you're lying to me. I'm not lying. It's it's there. No, I've definitely you... seen it. I know what you're talking about. Did you tweet it from the Fangamer account? <laughs> no. Okay. Should I have? We're, we're getting oh, no. super interesting stuff now. Okay, so for next week, we've for next got week. the last badge with the, the secret hidden the last gym leader. Who, oh, who yeah. will, no one knows who it's going to be. It's going to be a big big surprise. Victory Road. and It's actually going to be the tipster guy. The guy's telling you how to beat all the other gym leaders all along. It's going to be that guy. The guy up front. <laughs> He's like, going you think I learned about the other leaders? Because I am the leader of leaders. <laughs> dun, dun, he would have been dun. a good champion. Better than Gary. Um, so, yeah, we got that. Um, victory Spoiler. Road. Oh, here it is, Liz. Um, Elite Four and the end of the game. That's it, right? Or is that there... Is, that's it. That is I'm totally it. the optional stuff, you know, catching the legendary. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Again, and then you too. Cave near Cerulean after you beat the game. Yeah, is Gotta anyone gonna? Does anyone have plans to go catch Mewtwo? I was thinking, I was like, I have no intention to go get him. I'm wondering if I should just use my Master Ball on like something else stupid, like a Eradicate in, in <laughs> somewhere like that. No, you got to get Mewtwo. Huh. I never liked Mewtwo. I, 
I'm, I don't ever really, really use him because he's I cheap. He may but... well be my favorite Pokemon. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, no other Pokemon has a backstory like his. That's true. Yeah. It, it's well, Mew does, parts, like, but... tragic and heroic. He's the, I think, the only one who's had two separate movies, even though one was straight to video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I just kind of dig on this whole idea that they created um, the most emo Pokemon ever from science and chemistry. Okay, see, to interrupt this for a bit, like, everyone goes on about how cool it is that, like, they created a Pokemon, but what about Porygon? That guy's not even yeah. real. Porygon sucks. <laughs> He's Porygon oh, look, I'm Porygon. I'm on the internet. I'm arguing with people about sports teams. That's not a Pokemon. That's a fucking <laughs> user. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, good times. Alright, um, okay, so that's for next week. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Unless you guys had any other things you want to bring up before we sign off here. Nah, we cool. Just killed that gold <laughs> duck. Just wanted you guys to oh, know. Oh, I'm sure I could think of something if you give me a second. No, it's like... Don't give him oh, a second. I remember what I was going to say now. You know, <laughs> when you were talking about the guy on the motorcycle with his EV buddies, I was like, wait, is she about to describe Dirty Harry, but with Pokemon? Because that would be pretty cool. I wouldn't know if I was. <sighs> I, I, I really honestly think more procedural cop dramas need Pokemon in them. I think that would be a really great show. I... Law and Order with Pokemon. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Sam Watson getting Golduck up on the stand and, you know, <laughs> Alakazam playing the role of the defense attorney. I, it would be great. McNulty is Alakazam. <laughs> Good times. All right, guys. So We're going to sign off for this week. Uh, game Club next week, uh, the final, final parts of the game, back here, 6 p.m. Pacific. Same you stream time, same you stream channel. Adios. I don't know you're gonna Bye. say that. Get out Night. of here. Night. Uh, Liz, are you recording? Uh, I thought Ben was. Uh, I don't think Ben has the capabilities to. We talked about it like a half hour ago. Ben, is this true? Undermine it, brother, but yeah. Well, I didn't know there was a conversation <laughs> about this. I mean, I said I'd backup record for him, but he's doing the record. Oh, he is, huh? That's what the milestone said. Is your right? computer capable of doing this? That's what I'm saying. Yes, my computer's capable of doing this. Okay, just making sure. He just has to hold up the tape recorder to it. It's one of those old <laughs> Fisher Price that looks like a radiation counter. Have you... you know, Kevin, you say that, but you just sound like compared to Ben, so you have no place to <laughs> criticize. Have you actually... Do I really? We're not on the air, right? <laughs>